Oh. <laughs> hey Hello. Is that what? Do you enjoy? Oh. It's a podcast you want? Then it's a podcast you will get. <laughs> um, How you feel, Neil? Look, we do a podcast and True it's that. beloved. And um, <laughs> and I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, let's talk about our weeks on Earth. Some of the themes we've noticed. Some of the other stuff. Uh, all right. So look, Banks, last yes, tell me. Monday or Tuesday, they they released the the great Neil Brennan Mark Twain speech of 2019. Great. Capitalized. The, of 2019. Uh, and uh, it was, as I always suspected, people were, didn't think I was that funny until they saw me do it with Dave in the room, not uh, with him, in a way that they could see I was doing the magic trick by myself and that their hero thinks I'm funny. They didn't think they didn't take me and Dave's word for it that um, by him complete, uh, continuously asking me to write with him that he thought I was funny. They had to see him laugh because people are simple, simple, simple syrup. I mean, you're like it's people finding you funny is like a courtroom that you they need irrefutable evidence no i know they it. don't it's and they need it more from me <laughs> not than other funny people until proven yeah funny. until i've seen it with my own <laughs> eyes i'm not this writing thing i don't know i don't know i don't get it someone wrote the a youtube comment because i i don't usually read youtube comments but i read it on this because i was so because anyone says something negative out of their mind okay it was just so and one guy wrote um and but there were still people that were negative uh look it's, it's youtube, YouTube. Like, I mean, what choice do they have um <laughs> they go out of business somebody uh doesn't they run on hate um somebody wrote i for the last 20 years i've wondered what neil could have possibly written on Chappelle's show and now i can think of 60 things oh wow which is like first of all i knew it second of all no kidding Third of all, that's a small world because I did write 60 things right. on Chappelle's show. At, le I mean, At least. No? Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, 60 sketches, whatever. I don't even know how many sketches we did. But um, so that was gratifying. And of course. Yeah, you got a lot of lot of calls, a lot of texts. Got a lot of calls, of course. A um, lot of writing offers. <laughs> what as, they just, uh, they're like, as suspected, people, someone wanted me to write a movie. Um, a great producer, but no, nonetheless, I'm like, no. And then somebody wanted me to work with, do a show, direct a show for someone who was on the, on the Twain presentation, uh, is not a comedian and did, uh, uh, I don't a hundred times worse than I did. Right. I, um, I can think of a few options. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, Wait, I, which I'm, I love this person. I really do. But like, come on. I have a question. And I screamed at the, I, I text screamed at the guy who offered it to me via text. <laughs> a Neil text scream is yeah. very similar yeah. to a Make no live mistake. scream. Make no mistake. Um, you, you feel it. Yes, you do. Uh, why do you get... More on the peeve side of things when people ask you to write things, but you 
are more than happy to direct things. It seems like it's still is, the same industry. Because hierarchy, it goes star, director, writer. It's like the old po- joke, the Polish girl who came to Hollywood and fucked the writer. It's This is from your era. This is, Explain this it to is us. from way before my era. This oh, is from sorry. like the 20s. Okay, tell me. What is it? Um, this is how dumb the Polish have been. All right. Those dumb uh, the, it's the old joke, the girl who came to, the Polish girl who came to Hollywood and so she fucked the writer. It's the dumbest thing you can do to get ahead in Hollywood. Oh, fuck okay. The writer. <laughs> we have the least power. We have the least prestige. We have more prestige now as in the age of the celebrity showrunner. Mm. Um, but so, so yeah, showrunner, so, celebrity showrunner. Yes, there are celebrity, uh, uh, Shonda Rhimes, celebrity showrunner, Lee Daniels, celebrity showrunner. Oh, I thought you meant uh, celebrity first, then no, I mean, they're a showrunner who does who, interviews, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. who does interviews, <laughs> and panels. yeah, okay, okay. um, Kenya Barris is another one, yeah. uh, Lauren is somewhat, uh, so I here's what I want, I want. I want uh, eyeballs, and I want uh, uh, prestige and attention. And if I can't have that, I'd like power. And if I can't have that, I'm not interested. I just don't want to do any of it. It's like for what? I sound like a craven asshole. Yeah, saying I was that, like, but mm. no, but that. Think about what you want. Your, what no, do you I want? know, but when you, it's just right funny when, when you, you say, say it. It sounds. Like, like, it's like everything I say. Dirty. When you say it, it sounds awful. But it's true. The Neil Brennan story. Uh, so take all the writing offers, and if they were all directing offers, would you do it? Most. Uh, than- well, the one, the 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 second one was uh, a directing offer, and the first one w- would have been, I assume, writer directing because yeah. it was. But but I don't. It's somebody else's idea. I don't like I going see. into other people's gang. Yeah, meaning, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be jumped in. And I don't right. want to be like, I don't, you just never. I didn't even write these rules. You never write. Yeah. You never, you never, you never feel comfortable. Yeah. So that's why like I'll work with people I know because I know the rules and I know the hierarchy is basically flat. Um, so Which is like TV directing. They just hop in and out of TV everyone's. Directing. Shit. That's like nothing. It's Is that why? Because I always wonder why TV has so many different directors per season. Because you, it takes they because they have to do them back to back. They have to okay. do e- episode each week, and it takes the directors two weeks. They have to prep one week and direct the next one, and you can't prep if you're Multiple. directing the yeah, one yet. Yeah, yeah. uh, but no, that, I did a New Girl episode, and at one point, I mean, I would tell the actors uh, do blocking, and uh, they go, "No, we've done that blocking before." And I go, <laughs> "Okay, okay, what so do you want to do?" Just it's just yep. move and train. You yep. just yep. At one point, Jake Johnson from the New Girl goes, I, you look miserable. And I was like, I feel like I've never directed anything in my life. <laughs> it was so crazy. Like, you couldn't, I couldn't talk to the DP before we, sh- it was crazy and stunk. Okay. Um, and so now I don't do it no more. Uh, Here we <laughs> go. So, so that was very gratifying. So thank you to the new people who finally realized after 25 years of comedy that really? I'm actually... Not bad at it. Thank really, you. You really hit your stride. I just Thank you. you know. Finally hit my stride. Forty six <laughs> years young, and finally hitting his stride. Um, also, okay. I should be noted. I have heavy top heavy Neil news. How you feel, Neil? Neil just finished a thirty six hour fast. Uh, literally ate a two tacos on Sunday, 
some mixed nuts, and then a banana at about 9 p.m. Okay. And then I and then m- Monday, not a not a not a goddamn. Can you drink water? Morsel of food, yeah. Drink water, chew gum. So that's right a there. Chew gum is like a torture to your your stomach. No, it isn't. Well, it makes you more hungry because your stomach thinks, okay, something's being chewed. Uh it actually You're they say is it. a uh uh is an appetite inhibitor. Interesting. Yeah, because it thinks you what you're eating. Just do a documentary on gum. Oh. Like don't tempt why me. are we not Don't you dare. <laughs> Someone offer don't him Don't you come to, to this podcast <laughs> and oh you bitch. Uh and I found it very interesting because you stop being hungry. Yeah. After a while. Like you're really hungry and then you just go, oh, I can't eat. I also, as again, Catholic. Yeah, I was like, they're right Catholic, up your alley. I mean, it's so up my alley. It's crazy. I can't wait to do another one. <laughs> um, it was just love. It, it was, I won't say it's lovely, but it was interesting because I, you wake up with it. It was just odd. It was odd. It was, it was cool. I enjoyed it. I um, also did a fast. You did. Go ahead. Yeah. After I recorded the last podcast, I got even more violently ill. Huh. So strange. Uh, yeah, I basically got like the flu and norovirus, I think, huh. from my days in old Mexico. What's the norovirus? It's like a viral gastroenteritis. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I also didn't eat great. for about five days. I probably ate in, in six days the equivalent of one, a very small light lunch. Mm-hmm. And a woman's I, a nice young lady's lunch. When I started feeling better, I was like, "Who is this, honey? Yeah. She looks good." I lost so much weight. I just couldn't. Oh, keep... you didn't weigh it, but you feel like you lost. Oh, it. I, I, I mean, I look so damn good. I think I know started... how much I lost. How much? Five pounds. Yeah, I lost so. I started putting on clothes that I don't fit anymore, and they fit. And it was easy. It was nothing to me. So thanks. Uh, Thank you, Noro. Thank you, Norovirus. You <laughs> did it. I'm not gonna lie, like once a year. Yeah, I, I, I voluntarily. I, if give it you to research what fasting does, it's fucking good for your body. Like yeah. what it starts doing after 24 hours, you cannot get your body to do under any other circumstances. Right. There's not a pill you can take. It uses old damaged cells to feed to, for food, like shit that is really, really helpful. I know I was sick, but I I felt and looked so much better when I was done. I know, I mean, I was sick, so yeah. I don't know what good research this is, but my skin was really good, and all I did was drink water. Like yeah. that's the only thing I could drink for six days, and I was, it was great. It was congratulations. <laughs> so um, I'll tell you where to go in Ensenada. Um, now Bianca, on to the news. Now I don't know if you heard, but How you feel, the San Diego Chicken and Clipper Daryl are moving <laughs> from England. The the princess. <laughs> And the and the um, again, these are mascots. These people. I I even tried watching a video called "Why I Should Care About the Royal Family," and it made, made I still didn't care. No, but that's a bad title. You're not going to care. Why about. should I care about these people? No, I don't think you should. Right. So, wh- like, there. I don't understand it's why news. anyone cares. It's well, I mean, it's gossip. It's not news. 
that's what I mean. It's as interesting. I mean, it's as it's a Kanye Kim. Yeah, but they Kardashian. Kanye earned his way into that. Sorry, not Kanye, but like Kim. It's just like that yeah. kind of Kim. At least the fucking the greatest porn, star, the most successful porn star of all time. I mean, that's what she is. She again. None of these people are. I no one can. Ex- I've talked about this on the podcast before. No one can explain to me why I should care about these people. Right. I just don't get. It's like the Rothschilds are moving. I don't give a fuck about the Rothschilds. <laughs> also, you know the taxpayers pay them. Oh, they yeah. pay them to be. Their whole life is taxpayer funded. Yes, to do to uh, like six million dollars a year for Prince Harry for to be his mother and father's son. That's the job. Sweet like, cake. what is? I must hold swords. <laughs> and I shall go to ceremonies and hold swords and blah, blah, blah. I, I it's it's they are a they're just a superstition. They're a physical talisman of of uh old England. And yeah. I can't Steve. understand why I'm so mad about it. You are fine. I just up. find it so dumb. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> um I do understand that when you have a monarchy and you have so many like you have a kingdom or whatever to keep it unified you have this sort of fake figurehead of like unity and we are england i'm the queen everyone worship me i get it would be like if we had it. one bald eagle who we were like uh fucking edgar the eagle is he's he's building a new nest we must pay Edgar the Eagle to d- represent America. And Ed- Edgar the Eagle went to the UN today. And rah, 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 rah. basically do shit like that. Name called? I mean, just uh, let's think. I mean, America mm, less, but I people but are name one. Huh? Name one thing in America that's like the King and Queen of England. A thing that's completely ceremonial. That okay, does think. not contributes nothing. Okay. And don't say PBS, you bitch. <laughs> this is my week for PBS. Um, I I would need to think about it. Like no, I, but like, but I don't, like, I, but I don't think there is one. I I think it's you go. Oh, yeah. No, there's not. Well, like, we also lack these long-standing traditions that everyone buys into. I mean, we're a really fractured country with a lot of subcultures, you know. But I I believe we put celebrities in place of that in america you know we're very yes but they have to at least make a video they got to go on cordon they got to do a video on james (laughs) cordon they got to do something to uh, to earn their keep somewhat yeah and the taxpayers aren't paying for it yeah exactly they've done not these people have done nothing um so but there's a lot of countries who have presidents they have prime ministers who do what our president does and then they'll have presidents who are just they're just. Shit. I don't think there are though, because like, Thailand has that weird thing with the with yeah, the, the king. Uh, king who a, will you a, bring up a picture of the king? Because I had no, a great don't. We're diss never gonna, on this guy. We're never gonna. I had never a great gonna get diss back on to this guy. We're never gonna go back. Thailand. Don't ruin Thailand for me. Uh, we can't say anything about. He about looks like an NYPD officer who shot an unarmed black man as an and is now on administrative leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He looks like there's a video of he was a cop. This is his acquittal. Yes, photo? and he shot a black kid 
uh, on the train, and that's what they all look like. <laughs> okay. um, anyhow, no, like in Ireland, they have a president, and then they have a prime minister, and the president lives. He lives in a nice big house. My and he guess just is they all and... they all are making. They're all doing something. They're all doing, doing something what? more notable than the king, the queen, the royal family. <laughs> Probably because they can't just move. <laughs> That's you know you're not very valuable. You go look. I'm gonna move out of here. He's gonna do. He's gonna. He's gonna prince from home. Right. He's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna. Uh, yeah. He's gonna um, tell a prince. <laughs> From Canada. No, I'm 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 not gonna make it to that ceremony. I'm gonna Skype in and I'm gonna get my sword. But there are going to be financially independent from the taxpayers. We'll see. Even that that's was cool. like a little. Yeah, but that's a little. That's a little Dicey. hazy. Yeah, yeah, like they're still working out the. That's like one of those Trump proclamations where like we're looking at. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> Mexico's gonna pay for. Uh, yeah, I can't say enough <laughs> bad things about these people. Seem nice. Sorry, your mom died. Looks like a nightmare to be that, but stop acting like you're anything. I'm not going to lie. I think when I hear the reasons Megan's unhappy and they don't seem like they like, I just, what did she think was going to happen? I, that is a weird Look, part. I don't want to say that this is a woman's arc in every, every uh, relationship where they, she thought. She thought she was just going to be a princess. Just going to be a princess. And she didn't think through. So now she's slowly changing her man. Uh, it's my joke about fucking uh, women teaching us. It's the joke I did about Sensei. her, which is yeah. she looked at Prince Harry and was like, he needs my help. <laughs> she thought she could help this uh, billionaire. Um, uh, well, like something all, was missing. Well, I mean, for me, I'm just like, you're a black American divorced yes. actress. Yep. What did you think was going to happen? Did you not understand what you're getting yourself wrapped up people in? Don't think People don't have foresight. Bianca, I'm only whispering because I need you to understand how important this is. She honestly, People what she should have done is lack said, foresight across the board. True forever. that. True that. True forever. That. She in all just directions. should have said no. I. It's going to be bad for both our lives. It wouldn't have been bad for his life. His life's fine. His life stinks. Regardless, <laughs> right, he can't I mean, his life. Fuck, he's in a stinky, fucking stinky. According yeah, to it's Neil. just a. It's just a gilded cage. It's not. Right. He's. It's fucking awful. <laughs> You got it. You got that. It's that shit all day. Uh, Uh, Nightmare. And but this is the royal news I want to see is one of them going. This whole system is so dumb. And I quit. That's the royal news I want. Not I'm moving and I'm going to telecommute. I'm going to do print stuff. FaceTime. (laughs) Google chats. Uh, Like Google docket. Um, maybe this I, is the end. Maybe you're getting your wish, your maybe, dying wish. Maybe uh, it's one of those things where it's just a superstition that they feel like somehow they're bringing bad on on the United Kingdom. Meanwhile, look at the history of the United Kingdom in the last fifty years. It ain't been good, honey. Uh, <laughs> meaning you already you've stopped being colonial. That was your whole thing. Yeah. There's your whole thing. Once you stop being colonial, you lost your mojo. Now you're just a fucking outpost. And uh and now Brexit's made it even outpostier. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, good luck, England. How you feel, Neil? Uh, Bianca, you know they had a bunch of it's award season, Bianca. The only upside of award season is they send DVDs of the movies to 
people like yourself and me, getting us to try to bribe us into voting for them. Um, and uh, and so the Oscar nominee. Well, first of all, they had the Critics' Choice on Sunday. Golden um, Globes. Nope. This past Sunday was Critics' Choice. The Sunday before that was Golden Globes. Oh. Um, is that one advertised? I mean, uh, shown? it's like it's on. It's not on network. I don't think. Which one have you heard is the best? Well, Golden Globes. Everybody's drunk. Uh, that one looks the most fun. Yeah, that's cocktail. That's dinner party. Whereas the Critics' Choice is like Stuffy. everyone's just like lined up and shit. And um, then you were at the Oscars, right? Didn't you present? I no, I presented the Emmys. Uh, Seth wanted me to. G- I was invited to the Critics' Choice, and I was like, Bleh. "Emmys was the Emmys one." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was kind of fun. Stand it's a work up. event, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's stressful. I like performing. I like getting laughs, but yeah. the, the like, hey, man, can I, sp-? like, all the fucking elbowing and yeah. hobnobbing is not for me. I just think I'm never going to do it again. I think I might be done, done, done. Like, oh, I'm just not going to do it again. Even when someone invites me to a party, my new tack may be, um, hey, I love you and I'd like to eat with you, but I do not like parties. So, I know, know I that. didn't invite you to my holiday party. Yeah, thank you. Somebody didn't invite me to a wedding this weekend that I, for all intents and purposes, could have been invited to. Didn't happen. I asked you, I said, would you like to be invited to a holiday party? And you said no. No, thank you. So, oh, cool. Uh, so, they, but there was a lot of talk about people being robbed. And I tweeted last night and I stand by this no one was robbed. They're all still millionaires. Adam Sandler woke up today with $480 million in the bank. I don't understand the Adam Sandler angle. I get it. Everyone really liked the movie, but robbed? Yeah, he wasn't robbed. Also, I I, I, uh, I don't I didn't think Sandler was any better in this than he is in any of his movies. I think Sandler's great. It's like when Eddie does Dolomite. It's like Eddie Murphy is a supernova. He can fucking do any. You think him being serious in Dreamgirls is impressive? Right, right, right. It's nothing. It's fucking nothing. It's like, okay, so I just have to stand here and be like, seem honest? Okay. It's like the dude can fucking do stand-up and do arenas by himself standing there. Uh, also, once you do so many movies, it's like generally, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Right. After a while, you just go, yeah, wasn't horrible. Yeah, bank. Another one. Yep. You're good. Put Did. another one it's up. It's like Will Smith. Yep. Fucking what else are you looking to do? Like you're doing good. Yeah. Everything is good. Doing great. He'll he'll Will now is just good. His interviews are great. He's he's better now off camera. I know. He really is. That's the 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 thing that I've I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but like he's I met him a couple years ago and like he's so much more interesting off camera than any movie could ever represent yo he did did you see that clip where he did his um one of his old singles first yeah. way yeah it was so good i'm like he yeah. still has i mean he's got, got i wish he wouldn't rap no that was fun that was good uh, it's that's like fun, one but of it's his like, better hey and then i went to the class then i, mean, I took for... my car for a spin i took a spin down the street and then a little later came up to my car hurrah it wasn't that <laughs> Um, uh, it's cute, but would be nobody rap like that no more. No, no, no. It's doo wop. Yeah, no one's gonna. I'm not saying he should 
ever make more music. I'm saying yeah. that it was it impressive. was cute to see him know the shit. The like yeah the pause breaks and the yeah he because his dad was in the military and he was a incredibly hard ass dude and like was like either you go you get the cigarettes if you he told me will tell me that his dad would say go get the cigarettes and if you don't come back within 10 minutes with the cigarettes uh uh you either fucked up or you're dead (laughs) there's only two reasons you either someone killed you or you fucked up so don't fuck up and don't let anybody kill you so will's like a just a soldier yeah he's just like a success soldier that's his it's a lot the but we're he and i are in discussion so i'll say that. okay i'll okay. say uh, moving say on moving on <laughs> him i would him i would write of course something for on. yeah um uh wait so do you so i uh, just the idea of that every do, do year care? people care and i again i think it's uh silly and um a weird i just think it's i just don't understand why it uh, it's so not interesting well although i will say i think it's a good batch of movies usually like last yeah. year that was bad this, the last this two years of that was bad well if you think about it, there's also a very, very giant um, insurance industry convention. And I think thousands of people who sell insurance go every year. If that was advertised, if that was shown on TV, we'd be talking about. The joke I always, that I like, meant to do at the Emmy, in, I will do it industry. on one of these shows, okay. which is um, everyone here. Uh, Let's be honest. If lawyers got this much attention when you're on the red carpet today, you would have said, "Ever since I was a little boy, I have loved the law." <laughs> right. It's they don't they love the attention. Yeah, They're good they- looking. They love the attention, and it's an easy job. It's the best. It's like a good looking convention. Yes, just it is a like I always say. Acting is emotional modeling. You just have to be a model, and then can you? Uh, do shit with your face all right come on you you come on you okay good uh but other than like is it hard no dogs can do it little young people can do it babies can do it everyone anyone can do it squirrel can do it it's not it's just what happened yeah so the fact that we're awarding people that we're awarding them because they're good looking period well also the funniest thing when uh, Rock did Oscar so white was that he went to just oh. like the black part of town. I was like, have you ever heard? And he just listed all these movies. And I really don't think that's a black issue. I think if you went to any Midwest town, black, white, whatever, Mexican, Latin, whatever, and asked them, did you see Jojo, Jojo Rabbit? Rabbit? The fuck? Who's that? Is that my cousin Jojo? I'd be like, that's a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. No uh, one has seen... Ford versus Ferrari. No, actually, it did kind of decent at the box. No, office, it did but decent, absolutely. but you know what I mean. Yeah, of it's course, not, these, these are, are not... all minor. They're minor cultural blips, yeah. um, and they. But they. It's a. It's a beauty pageant. It's just a beauty pageant. Period. We nailed them. You're done, Oscars. Call me when you cancel yourself. Um, oh, this is good. And you didn't know where you knew about this. We hadn't talked about it. All right, so I knew. You know how I feel about body positivity. Yes. And how you feel about it. Yes. 
look, we're fasters. We're feelers and we're fasters. We're so fast. Uh, so so fast. So felius is the name of this episode. I just decided. So fast. So felius. Will, don't text me. What's the name of the episode? I just fucking told you. Will. So fast. So felius. And then next week will be too fast. Too felius. Okay. Um, you get it. And that'll be the premise. Felius uh, drift. Exactly. Um. Uh, Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo drift. <laughs> um, all right. So Lizzo is all about body positivity, right? Yes. And Jillian Michaels was He's asked, too, was asked, uh, would the biggest loser work now? And she basically said it would not because people are so into body positivity now that it would seem cruel to, uh, make people lose weight uh and she basically went on to say and we're lying about the fact that obesity or or significant uh or very high bmis are not wildly unhealthy Mm. for pretty much every disease heart disease um cancer and obviously uh uh diabetes right um and big bitchitis um uh so that's those are Jillian Michaels were big bitch eyes. Uh would have been any other week that's the name of the episode but not this but week no, cuz we Fast and Furious Too Fast to Furious came out. Fast and Furious came out. Um so she got in trouble for saying that and Lizzo made a video and yes. I got to say for me to side with a white lady over a black lady Takes a good amount, but I'm with Jillian Michaels on this. Well, you're, you know, you're looking at it wrong. You're not siding with a white lady over a black lady. You're siding with a fit bitch over a big bitch. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But I don't. But I think that if a doctor, you're about that fit life. A doctor. I just believe that. Here's my thing. I believe that my addiction in the world is technology. And um, and ice cream, <laughs> and like life longevity. Yeah, yeah. And and Fast, chewing gum. Now fasting. Chew, okay, fine. Sorry. There going. is no. That doesn't. That's completely self harming. All those things, meaning the the amount I'm on my phone, the amount I'm on my computer, the amount I fucking waste my time, the amount of gum I chew, and the amount of ice cream I eat. No ice cream. You can make a case. Here's the thing that here's my my argument against uh uh here's my argument for slut shaming and for fat shaming. Okay. This is Neil's argument for slut shaming and fat shaming. Listening. When you shame a fat person, it is there is just a norm thing which is we're all this size, why are you that size? We don't like you. But obese people are a drain on the overall healthcare system. Obese people cost the healthcare system because of basically uh, diseases that they're choosing, more or less, by not uh, being able to control their eating and not even getting, not going so far as gastric bypass or uh, anything to control their eating. Saying they're choosing it, isn't that a little... uh, I don't know. Are drug addicts choosing being drug addicts? Right. I, I don't know. I, I know that we all have to eat, that. but I think that a lot of people 
with that are obese have mental problems, meaning they're undiagnosed mental problems, or not even di- they're unaddressed mental problems. What are we talking about obese? Because I literally took my BMI and I'm technically obese. I, well, before, or like maybe right. like two before years the, ago. Before the before Noro. Before Noro. Um, Noro. No. <laughs> no, like two years ago, and. But I think we you know, know what, what the the BMI obese and the actual obese. What do you mean, overweight, or do you mean? I mean morbidly, morbidly getting to be morbidly. Okay. Like if it so were hangman, you'd have the M and the O in morbid. In morbid. Okay. So morbidly obese. Okay, guys. Uh, you want to follow? So those people. Again, I'm not saying. I, I think that most of the money we're giving toward um, treating diabetes, heart disease, and cancer should be going to preventing people from getting that big. Mm. Education, programs, all the things we... Food access. Food, but yeah, I good, mean, better food access, because I also know that it is poverty. It is, they, people live in food deserts, and they can't, right. they don't have access to fucking, there's not a Whole Foods near them. Uh, <laughs> to say so to, to say nothing of Erewhon. Look, um, Erewhon's in LA. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so that's my argument for, for fat shaming, is that there, and I believe it's also Jillian Michaels, which is there. This is a huge the health cost that we're all going to pay. Me, average guy, taxpayer right. is going to pay, or or more more than taxpayer, insurance payer, because that's why insurance premiums are so high because of emer- uninsured people getting emergency medicine. Okay, so that's my argument for fat shaming, and I don't. Uh, it's not that I have no sympathy for them. I believe that there are. We should put programs in place that treat people the same way we want to put programs in place that treat uh, drug users, right? Mm. So that's my now slut shaming. I tried this joke and it never worked. So you know the stat in um, Freakonomics that crime was going up, 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 up. Um, uh, then it in 1992 started to fall and they were like why is this possible reason what happened 18 years before 1992 you're gonna have to tell me that abortion became legal okay so basically the 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 premise is the criminals were aborted a lot of the criminals were aborted because a good indicator for a life and crime, a life of crime is foster care is like the number one. I mean, every guy I met in that prison was in foster had been in the system. It's so so. That's these so are irresponsible parents um, having children that they can't take care of. They go into foster care and they become criminals. So slut shaming. While there's a, it's eighty percent just religious, right? It's just religious yeah. and 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 uh, and and uh, puritanism. I believe there's a part of slut shaming that is pro societal because if she don't, if this fucking dumbass who fucks everybody has a kid, I'm betting she's not going to be a great parent, or he. So that's my now it takes two to parent, et cetera, et cetera. No, no, I'm just saying the I feel like I I, I get what you mean. I get yeah. your whole point. You know, it all kind of goes towards the same goal of like aborting. Don't be a goddamn town hoe. Yeah. Don't this but I do think there's a huge jump. The reason why people are like don't slut shame is because a lot of people get 
shamed unfairly. Oh, yeah. yeah, people get shamed for shoes. I mean, like, that's where you get into. So the leap I'm between I'm saying we need to find the real sluts and right. shame them. There we go. Somebody told me, <laughs> a doctor told me uh, that it was, he, was a, he did vasectomies. And he said he worked in a clinic where if a some there was like a waiting period for most men but if men came in who were 26 and younger and had had four kids they did it immediately <laughs> like no oh, no, no yeah. we're not waiting you're done enough right. with this fucking kid shit right is that sterilization it's not forced no. But it's, it's expedited. We'll say that. Like, it's definitely like, com- it's easy past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so these are guys that want vasectomies anyway. But um, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's, they, so, like, so. Easy pass. Like, you know, I don't, I think that there's a, uh, I don't think it's as simple as saying, I think there's, there's, there is something too slut shaming and there's something too fat shaming. Uh, beyond, I don't think that the thing is like, well, you're not like us. I just think it's a drain on the system. Well, and I, mean, I think that they're mentally ill a lot of the time. Every and shaming kind of starts out with... In a good place. <laughs> Real good place. Shaming from a good place. Uh, that's how I. That's what I do. I, I'm, I'm shamed from, from love. <laughs> I shame from love. Another good title, but not, oh, not this week. Jesus. Too fast to heat, guys. Too fast to race. Well, what Jillian Michaels did say was, you know diabetes isn't cute or something along the lines of that. And I mean, I think it's, I think the problem is it's not balanced because there's so much body shaming in this country that really skinny is for a very long time reign supreme to the fact that we have so many more eating disorders here and so many people are killing themselves just to not even be like people have cellulite. People are not going to, you know, so I I feel like the extreme, we're just going so extreme. And now it's like, love your body. You're a great girl. Woo. And then there's an extreme with that. It's like, no, this bitch is like dying, essentially. Yeah. So where's the middle? Well, also, at what point? So Lizzo, let's say Lizzo gets bigger <coughs> and bigger and That's not bigger. Happen, though, because you know and I know when you see yourself on TV, you... You yeah, always go, I've you've seen, always I've do seen a little... it go both ways, Bianca. <laughs> I've seen a few people who, what we're saying is that once you see yourself on TV, you immediately start making some changes. Even the fat girl, like uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She's way skinnier and she's still big. Yeah. She's not like mini. No. But uh, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Adele just lost like 100 pounds. Yeah. No, they. no one wants, like, yeah. even with all the praise, yes, queen, yeah. they still don't want to. Be is big. that shaming or is that health? Uh, oh no, I don't think it's health. I think it's just societal like ideals. But my insurance premium goes down. So <laughs> okay, I'm my bad. It. Okay. Um, yeah. The, Who have you the, seen it go the opposite way? I know people that have been on TV and people were expecting them to lose weight in the second season because <laughs> they'd seen themselves on TV and it didn't happen. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, and. Uh, Okay, so Lizzo's a, a, a BBW, and we love it. Okay, say she gains 50 pounds. Do we still love it? Let's say she gains another 50 pounds. Do we still love it? At what point do you go, Lizzo, uh, you're, you got, we, this is no longer 
safe for you? No, we like, it doesn't matter. Infinite. 600 pound life. Lizzo's on 600 pound life. But what she's going to she have catchphrases and she's going to be charming and everyone's going to be like, it's cool. I'm morbidly fabulous. Yeah. And then it's, there's, there's already shows with women that are very big, mostly on TLC. And you got to wait 200, two, two bills to get on TLC. You can't <laughs> at wait, least wait two less. bills. Shit. That's the audition. Um, don't even show up. Um, <laughs> get on the scale. Sorry. They won't even buzz you in. You, that's how they buzz you in at TLC. You get on the scale. If you're over 200. <laughs> Um, have you seen my 600 pound life in passing? I mean, it's, uh, it's just sad. Yeah. It's, but that's what I'm saying. If you're still fat, if you're morbidly fabulous, what like, morbidly fabulous, like, what do you, it's another title. I know. Uh, morbidly what do you, fabulous. at what point do you go? All right. You're just morbidly obese. It's not fabulous anymore. Right. Lizzo's got great skin. Ashley Graham has great skin. There are women, there are bigger women that have, that's why they're considered beautiful is because they have a thing. They have really symmetrical faces and great skin. It's not, again, people think it's like, you're not seeing passing. Their fucking skin's flawless. And they're, they have very nice faces. Yes. They have very symmetrical faces and perfect skin. And they also, some people don't gain weight in their face. Mm -hmm. So if it kind of stays intact, even if you're a bigger woman, yeah, I feel like people give you a little bit like of a pass. when is Jillian Michaels right to say something about Lizzo's weight? At what, like, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, you don't, what's the what is it? The winner's circle. That's the problem. Well, I, we have a winner's circle segment coming up okay, in a little on, bit. Let's do it. But right now, Will, we got a what are these white people doing? Black thumbs up is so good. Yes. Uh, that's a Daniel special. RIP Daniel. <laughs> um, now, our friend Gwyneth Paltrow released a candle that smelled Gwyneth Paltrow queen of the whites queen queen of the white long reigning queen of the whites um and uh she released a candle that smells like her vagina i don't know how i don't even know if this is true yeah no it's true this smells like my vagina okay yeah that's the name of the candle great yeah goop um how much is it $69. And I'm doing the <laughs> fucking Shaka bra right now. 69 bro. I heard it was 69 That must be a mistake. By the way, sold out. $75. Sorry. $69 sold out? Been, 69 would have been too hilarious. Yeah. Like um, two on the nose. Yeah, sold out. Um, I mean, that's like n- candles are going to, they're going to have, <laughs> they're going to have like uh, a flight club for candles. They're going to have like, yo, you got that new Gwyneth candle? <laughs> It, the new coin of, it's going to be collector's items. They're going to be Japanese kids are going to be lining up for candles. Um, I'm not going to... A funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautiful, unexpected scent. This candle is made with geranium. What the fuck's a funny scent? That's <laughs> not good. Hey, if someone says gold. your vagina smells funny, it's not a compliment. No, you got that. What that thing that that girl you dated had? Garbage strike <laughs> vagina. That's not what I was thinking. Vaginosis um, is yeah, what vagin- it's called. Uh, fantasy seduction and sophisticated warmth uh yeah again goop is a uh damn near a cartel <laughs> I, it's not a cartel it's just a bad it's a it's a irresponsible organization that 
sells women on pseudoscience Bullshit. and literally would not have a scientist uh do double blind studies like built in they refuse to have an on staff scientist to test their shit they because they were bought by some company and wow. they refused so it's like no they're absolutely pseudoscience and at some point, they're going to be anti-vaxxer or something. For sure. I promise. Because it's like, I just think, like, the steam vagina thing was hard. Just dumb, um, white lady privilege. Like, who's got $75 for any candle, let alone a smells like of my vagina candle? When I can <laughs> pray to, if I can get a Virgin Mary candle for $4. Right. Or a Virgin Gwyneth candle. For seventy five, go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're doing Virgen de Guadalupe. Thank bitch. you for Bye. getting Spanish on it. Where there's more Spanish uh, speaking, <laughs> Bianca coming up later. Okay, uh, with, but yeah, this is uh, it's a cartel. It's not a cartel. It's just a fucking bad organization. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I don't like this. Right, but <clears throat> don't lie. Someone else did it and made it like if J Lo did it. No, no, no. If just some you know entrepreneur did it. And they were like, hey, gift your boyfriend a candle that smells like like a customizable. Fine. I'm I'm into that. Right, but that's a that's like a getting like uh, your tits bronzed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, your penis or a bust of your busted. Yeah, dick busted. <laughs> Again, good title. Not for this one. No more dick titles. We had two dick titles in a row, which was I didn't realize. Will you gotta yeah, police up, me on what's this up, shit? What's up? Uh, um uh, I, but this is so. It, yeah, know, that's a private Valentine. That's a bad a, private Valentine. It's like a give. bad gag kind of yeah. funny girl can be yes. a little. We can be wild too, but, <laughs> uh. but. But this is so, uh, like, bitch. How do you know I want to smell your pussy? Because that's how. That's who. Gwyneth is it's the most white she supremacist. She thinks you want to smell her pussy. It's the white supremacist. It's candle. literally it's the definition of a woman who thinks her pussy doesn't stink. <laughs> right. It's like her shit doesn't. It's like yes, smell her. Smell my poo is next week. Apparently, <laughs> uh, uh, this smells like my poo is next. Bergamot uh, is the like, next get one. Get the fuck out of um, here. Yeah, and then yet yeah, so. I don't like I don't like goop and and uh, I'm and white people. She needs to stop that. Um, all right. This one I don't understand. The Bezos. Oh, so everyone's outraged because Jeff Bezos only gave $690,000 to the Australian mm -hmm. to fight the bushfires. But um, there was a an influencer, just a social media influencer that sold nudes and ended up giving 700,000 uh -huh. and then all these other celebrities ended up like this guy from Metallica gave more than Jeff Bezos and everyone's like he only gave a 690 like all these people that aren't the richest man in the world gave this much more well, and it's just kind of like well uh, he's this helping. falls under what are these white people doing and also this we got to do a new segment uh called what did you think was going to happen <laughs> yes that's your favorite thing well Make a song. What did you think? What did you think was gonna happen? What did you think was going to happen? And make a fucking graphic. Yeah. Yeah. 
You yeah, this show's too easy on you, Will. Yeah. What did you think Daniel was going to happen? Daniel made graphics. <laughs> Look, if a listener wants to send in a song, great. I'll give you six hundred ninety thousand dollars for it. What? Um, no, I gave I gave money for uh, local team. Though. Local team, knock yourself out. Also, I missed the um, uh, useless observation. Got a little something for you. I Got we just haven't done it Can in we... a while. I know I don't have any. Um, Got a little something for you. Little something for you. Give me a little something. Give me a little. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, what did you think was going to happen? What did you think? Anyone who's got a billion dollars is a fucking sociopath. (laughs) What did you... Anyone who has money as a goal is a a white person. I understand why black people want to do it. But for... Because black people, a billion dollars is is outer space. Like, Mm. it's like literally like, I want to be the first man on the moon. Like, it's fucking transformative. Uh, and it's about slavery, and it's about uh, it's about white people holding you. Everything I get it. Uh, God, shout out to my black people trying to be billionaires. Um, <laughs> black billionaires, uh, and it's great for rapping. Um, wh- a white person who wants to be a billionaire is a fucking sociopath. You're just a fucking. So- There's no need to have a billion fucking dollars. There's no need to really have more than $10 million, but there's really no need to have a billion dollars because, and to keep doing it, I get like, and a lot of them realize it like, and have that billionaire pledge. He's not part of it. No way. Um, where didn't he just become a billionaire though? No, he's been a billionaire for a decade. Really? He's just became the richest person living. Okay, but he's been um, a billionaire for a while. Yeah. Uh, and so he's just a fucking sociopath. Just, just simple. Plain and simple. I, anyone who's not part of the... If you're a billionaire and not part of that... If you're a white billionaire who's not part of the giving pledge, you're a fucking sociopath. Um, I can't say I'm even a little bit surprised that Jeff Bezos... He Anything you read about Amazon... Is it's a sociopathic, yeah, operation. People died on the floor, and they made people keep working. Yeah, they in the now it was great because I ended up getting more juicy fruit, and I got it on time despite the person's dying. Now, if you am I complicit? Deeply, I'm deeply complicit in the sociopathy of Amazon. But yeah, this is what these people these people are not changing. It's like when people go, uh, Michael Jordan seemed, why didn't he give to charity? He's a fucking sociopath. Right. He's a black billionaire. He happens to be one of the few crossovers where he's a black billionaire and a sociopath. Yeah, but he was a sociopath when he was broke. He's just a fucking sociopath. He's my favorite kind of, Tiger Woods is a sociopath. Like, I love athlete. Uh, Kobe's a sociopath. I love athlete sociopaths. That's great. Right, That's right. Greatness. They're doing something That's else how they become us. great. Yeah. Um, Lance Armstrong, total sociopath. The thing is, uh, I feel like we're numb to how much a billion dollars is because we hear it so often now. Billionaire, blah blah blah. There blah. was it's so much fucking money. If you just it's think about a hundred, it's nine hundred and ninety nine thousand million dollars. Uh, no, what? I, I, didn't there, I did that. a joke on the Daily Show about how long it would take LeBron to have as much money as Jeff Bezos. And I believe it's 
the year 2346. <laughs> if a he buys NBA salary. Yeah. Um, it's insane. Like $500 million is more than anyone needs for a The lifetime. study now is over $110,000 a year, your life doesn't, you don't get happier. So. Anything I don't else. know about all that. It's true. It's they've done the they've te- they've done the test. I mean, the look, test, you can I would be... even Will Smith, Will Smith and Dave have both told me after a certain number, all you can do is private jets. That's the only thing you can spend money on at that that like you need that level of money mm. is private jets. Now, if you're it's for them to fly commercials too big a pain. Like, I get, I mean, they could do it. There's plenty of programs. Yeah, but it's like. Yeah, they just got to go that side end. There's a whole thing now. Um, But they, you have, you have so much money. And also, what rich kid have you ever met that you liked? (laughs) You're making your kid a sociopath. You're making your kid a rich kid. Basically, you're making, like, people are like, I want generational wealth. Okay. All right. But comes with the personality type. Just know who you're going to be living with for the next 18 years is the kid's probably not going to be a good person. <laughs> That's just, again, there are exceptions, of course, but the, the rule is they're douchebags. Uh, do you ever watch Succession? I started to, and but I don't like shows where everyone's just yells at each other and curses it took me everyone's like everyone i know best writing best writing. Yeah. and i'm like i i don't like any of the characters yeah. they're unlikable yeah by the end i forced myself yes by the end of the season i kind of got it yeah but even still i i don't really like any of them Mm-mm. except the poor cousin that came i don't know i i don't like when they go Craig. like Greg. People have cur- they curse. Yeah, a lot of like they curse. Frivolous. It's like kind of not. It's what would be normal writing, and then they put fucking in it, and it seems like this is it's- my god. What's this poetry? <laughs> what fucking part of your fucking stupid brain, Bianca? Right, right. In what fucking synapse? Like, and they just it's okay, man. This is okay. I just not my kind of writing, but I right. like look. McKay produced it, and I like. It. Um, so yeah, what did you think was going to happen? These people are sociopaths. Just get used to it. It's never going to change. Like Facebook is selling. They said last week, we're going to let politicians lie in their ads. Wait, they said it before. Remember? Right. No, no, no. But then they made another announcement. They're going, we're not going to have deep fakes. We won't allow deep fakes, but we'll allow deep fake in print. Right. Basically, not... they can say whatever, but you can't manipulate their facial Phase structure. And stuff, yeah. Um, you can use CGI logically, but you can't use CGI for people's faces, which is like, again, because the guy's logical. fucking out of his mind and doesn't think that he's and thinks he's normal. So, what happened last week? They officially announced it. We are allowing. They like studied it and they said, we're going to allow it. We're not going to allow deep. They made an announcement. No deep fakes. That's too crazy. But anyone can lie in an ad. Because what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, also, isn't Facebook a dying platform? Mm, no. 
No, not just for, amongst cool it's people. It's dying. Yes, it's dying amongst people under thirty and forty. But your mom ain't leaving Facebook. Yeah, it's true. Like that's where people get their news. There was more, and there was another thing I saw where uh, the beginning of the election in 16, 2016, beginning of twenty sixteen, uh, in terms of hits on Facebook, they had real news and fake news, and fake news was below it, and then fake news overtook in terms of clicks. Fake news like doubled real news clicks. Yeah. So, um, and they don't care because there's because caring would mean that they're giving up billions of dollars. I mean, the Weekly World News was in, I mean, print for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a known fake thing, right? Exactly. But for, you had to be really dumb to know it wasn't. It was. I mean, there were people that really believed it. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, like there can be. Even the most obvious shit. There's people are gonna believe it's just more entertaining. There are laws against lying. There have been laws against uh, uh, false advertising. False advertising since the beginning of advertising, and they just decided. And Congress is like, wow, wait a minute. (laughs) It's fuck, fuck them, fuck them. How you feel, Neil? Now, something I wanted to speak on. Speak on it. Um. I realized recently that I was sort of depressed and I was trying to locate why. And I think it was because I was just overloading myself with negative stories about the environment. I I had environmental depression. I had climate change depression. Like I was just, and, and Australia, there's a thing in psychology that the, the main cause of depression is something called learned helplessness. Mm. which is mice that uh, were prevented from getting from solving a puzzle. They would just like, no matter what they did, the scientists would block it. They couldn't get the cheese. They finally became uh, despondent. It's, they learned, they were helpless. They, it was like learned helpless based on, and that's the, and that's how I feel about depression is that, I'm sorry about sorry, the, environment. the environment. Is yeah. is uh, I can drive an electric car. I can I can uh, bring plastic bags to. I can use my own bag at Whole Foods. I can try to cut down on waste. I can do all this stuff, but like. Uh, well, you know, I tried to tell you that before, and you're like, "There is something you can do," but eventually, you get to this point where. You, you can't change right, the but that's learned helplessness. That's going. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to stop this. There's nothing I can do to prevent Australia. Right. Even though there is things we can do, when the system, when the scientists is all ultimately controlling. Right, but how, if we can't get the other side to acknowledge that the science is scientific, there's nothing we can do. Right. And it's fucking depressing. No, I'm saying if you, if the scientist is controlling whether it feels like you get the cheese or not, I mean, how are you? But in I'm any not. Control? I'm not. But that that you're thinking that it's conspiracy. That's just how the the uh, mice took it because it, to them they didn't know the scientist was preventing them. They weren't like, oh, they fuck these scientists. They were just like, I can't get cheese no matter what I do. I'm a loser. So <laughs> fuck this. I'm a mouse loser. I'm a I'm a loser mouse. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So, so you're getting. So I realized I had uh, climate depression, climate change depression, 
And I just had to give it a rest with like looking up this shit. You know, it's fucked up. I had a environmental epiphany. Not epiphany, but just a real moment. So everyone kept saying, oh my God, half a billion animals, 480 million animals died. And then I had this thought. I feel bad for the guy who has to count them all. (laughs) He has to throw them in a giant sack. He's like, I love Uh, count. uh, Fuck, Um, I got to start over. (laughs) Dump the bag out. All right. Um, Then I Googled how many animals die a day for meat consumption. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> like that's so funny nothing compared like the uh, the amount of animals did anyone died, i have to tweet that did any no no one this, this is all bianca uh, you got it take can it. you want to tweet or you want me no to i don't have right. twitter take it i don't care but i'm just like no the, the amount of animals that they it, a day and a half of, of course meat. i don't anyone it's who a claims to care about animals meat. is fucking a giant if you eat meat you're just a fucking giant hypocrite. Which is hypocrite. why I don't claim to care about animals. Right. Don't. Just stop just it. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. But when you realize that not cons- just land animals, I believe is 150 million a day. Right. That's not taking in consideration any. Uh, well, I don't even remember what the number. 10 billion chickens a year or something. Oh, yeah. It's like 9, 10 billion chickens a year. That's not consider- considering any seafood. Now, the argument against that is, well, yeah, but they're raised to be slaughtered, which not is all like, of them. Uh, I mean, most of them are, the factory farms. Uh, they're raised to be slaughtered, which is like, but they're still being slaughtered. You don't really <laughs> care about, do you care about the ecosystem? Are you a big ecosystem person? Right. Are you worried about the wetlands? You don't in, want them to burn to death, but yeah, you don't mind if they're. Yeah, like, you don't mind if. I mean, yeah, you can hit them with the fucking. The, uh, the fucking uh, no country for uh, old no men, country for old men machine. <laughs> um, yeah, pop them off. Uh, yeah, gi- but now there's a little piece of good news. The BlackRock piece. Well, uh, BlackRock is the biggest institutional uh, investment company on earth, and they announced yesterday that they're gonna start investing based on companies' uh, climate impact. Which is fucking huge. That's what it needs is is uh, yeah. is Money. someone going like we're there is going to be a punishment for fucking up the environment. Your stock price is going to suffer, and that's all these companies care about. It's a seven trillion dollar fund. So that's I mean it's so much fucking money. Um, yeah, you just what seven trillion dollars? You thought a billion was a lot? How many billions in a trillion? Seven thousand. Wait, what? That's not a good number. So seven thousand trillion, you, seven thousand no, billion, billion is one trillion. Yes. Oh, it's not uh, like no, no, hundred. One, 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 it's one thousand trillion. One thousand. Yeah. Tri- one thousand billion. Uh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So one thousand billions is a trillion. I believe that's true. Can we do some Fucking math on that? Jesus. Thousand billion. A thousand billion. Fucking Jesus yeah. Christ! And they have seven thousand billion dollars. And they're going like, hey. So that gave me some some solace. That lifted my spirits. Man. Um, yeah. So whatever. It's a fucking bummer. Um, it is a bummer. Imagine I mean, it's gotta... beyond a bummer. It's, it's, it's learned helplessness. It's going, there's this thing that's slowly, there's a car coming at us. And we can't like rally. And we're no. going to get. No, exactly. And we're going to. But it's way faster than that. Right. Uh, and we're going to get run over because. We can't get people to see that won't acknowledge that there's a car coming, and it's fucking. 
You got to take a break from that stuff. I know. I know I do. What did you do to lift your spirits? Pornhub. I'm kidding. Um, oh, sorry. BBWs. Did you not know I masturbated? Yeah, BBWs. Yeah, grow up. Dying open of your diabetes. Eyes, Eliza. Uh, open your eyes, Eliza. I don't know why I called you Eliza. Uh, open your <laughs> eyes, like Bianca. Um, I was masturbating to Eliza, to Eliza apparently. special? Um, um, all right. So, again, this is another what did you think was going to happen? What did you think? What did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? Vince Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen, is a Republican. People are shocked because he spoke to the pre- the Republican president, Donald Trump, at a football game. Um, the, and someone caught it on video. There he is. Is that Melania? Yep. Um, and uh, people are shocked. Uh, I've known Vince was a Republican for 15 years. I don't know why people didn't know that. You assume that a comedian is not a Republican or a funny person is not Republican. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so people are shocked and outraged. And uh, but yeah. I'm surprised more rich people aren't Republican. I mean, it's more for their bottom line economically. Yeah, but Vince has been a Republican since he was a kid. His dad's a Republican. He's like from Lake Forest, Illinois. He's from a very rich enclave of most people. Chicago. Are, most white Americans are Republican. Yeah. And and there, I bet there are movie stars right. that voted for Trump that, that you'd will be never surprised. Say. Yeah, that you'd be surprised. But if it's part of your bottom line, I mean, if you make enough money, his tax laws benefit you. He, Vince, I know Vince a little. And like, I like Vince. Uh, but he's, you know, he's got, he's a Republican. He just has Republican, he thinks like a Republican. He yeah. calls it libertarian, which is like, that's Hollywood yeah, for yeah, Republican. Like, like, no. Um, I want to say the dirty R word. Yeah. Like, I'm not a crip. I just wear red everywhere. <laughs> or blue. blood, sorry. Fuck. Ew, Neil, you lame. fucking just blew 20 years of street crash out the window. Um, lame. So, yeah. Uh, just because you don't wear red doesn't mean you're not, you're not repping the set. Okay. So, so what do you think uh... was going to happen, you fucking <laughs> dummies? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's do some fucking emails. Ding, 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 ding. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. All right, this is a really good point that a guy made. Okay. The headline was true crime. He'd already written another email about true crime. And he said, true crime is sort of like cultural appropriation that's not frowned upon. White people benefiting at the expense of others whom they have no real concern for. <laughs> All right, so he's got a point. But the problem is black people like true crime maybe more than white. I mean... No, people like true peop- crime. I, that's what I mean. Like, Mostly women. Yeah, and the, my joke about women saying, yeah. love true crime because they... Uh, have to make sure they're not on that episode because uh, every woman thinks she's 
either been murdered or gonna be murdered, and she just has to make sure. Um, Shut the, up. Uh, the, um, and the reason women tell us about their days so much is in case they're murdered, we can repeat it all back to the detective. Now, uh, Stan, Neil Brennan doing stand-up this weekend at uh, the Shumash Casino, as a matter of fact. Doing a casino. Isn't that near... Santa Barbara. Oh. Barbara. Yeah, it's near Santa Barbara. Shumash. Cool. Thank you. That, But that joke is part of it. Okay. Uh, white people benefiting at the expense of others whom they have no real concern about. I will say that there is something a little fucking... But the, a little weird about a network or a podcast or um, any, of the, any outlet that does documentaries about murders not giving money to the victims i know that if a manson sold his art he would have to give money to to victims right um but i don't think i don't think i mean my favorite murder is not right and by the way my karen kruger is fucking hilarious she's amazing and that podcast is fucking great i've never listened to it but like she's so good uh no one or she probably gives money to some sort of Foundation. No, but they're not. There's not this moral like push, you know. Why I think it's just you... fun. They're having like... fun about someone getting murdered. They're. Re- I will say they're really good about not like about acknowledging having fun in certain areas. No, they just they don't. It's not like giggling through rape. Yeah, you know they're. It is fun though. They're yeah. having more fun. Than right. They're not giggling they through rape. Be, they're maybe. giggling through murder. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, me and somebody were talking about how often people, um, like, you can never joke about rape. It's like, when was the last time you said to somebody, I'm going to kill you? Probably in the last 48 hours. Right. Are you joking about murder? Well, no, it's absurd. So is rape in this context. If I say I'm going to rape you, right, you cringe. If I go, I'm going to murder you. You go, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. We're way more desensitized to murder than we are to rape. Yes. Uh, th- because of A&E. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so, are you into true crime dogs? Because I am. I'm trying to think of ones I've liked. Ooh, did I you mean, watch I the like Outsider? Make... Did you watch Outsider? Which one was that? It just premiered um, HBO. It's Jason Bateman. Uh-uh. And it's the, they adapted the Stephen King novel. Oh, great. It's so good. Is it good? It's so One good. One part or five? I you never series. know with fucking HBO. I don't know, but they okay. premiered two episodes, two episodes on Sunday. Great. And it look it's it's I right still up gotta my finish alley. the watchman. It's so like salivating for that true crime. Great. I uh, love true crime. Yeah, like I I think there's something exploitive about it, but I don't think that it's cultural appropriation. I don't think it's cultural appropriation, but I I think, think it's exploitive. You know, I, I don't think and Netflix paid any of Ted Bundy's victims for the movie and documentary they just made. Probably I not, don't. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when you like the Stephen Avery documentary, you, they didn't. Stephen Avery made no money. You can't pay he made Steve, money. No, you can't. You cannot pay the subject of documentaries. Says who? The rules. No. Yes. Shut up. That was the Fire Festival thing. The reason Hulu and 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 Netflix had different ones is because. Hulu paid. Hulu paid Billy. And, and which one wouldn't. did people say was better? Uh, it was a toss-up, but it was a toss-up. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, you can't yeah, pay. You can't pay. Shut the fuck up. No. That makes so much sense. Um, I mean, like Kevin, the one I'm doing with Kevin Hart, he's paying for it. 
but he's not, I mean, he's not, I'm not glorifying him. Right. And okay. he, I, I don't even know how much is going to be in it. I'm trying to cut this fuck out. <laughs> he's bad for It's business. all about Neil's he's directing bad. No, process. but so I told Ezra, the, the guy who did the OJ yeah. documentary, that Kevin was paying for this. And he's like, that's not a documentary then. And I was like, I don't know what, it's his idea. It's I don't more know what propaganda. Yeah, it's like, it's his idea. So I can't really, it's not going to glorify him. Uh, but poor Ezra doesn't know that. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> You've got mail. This is a good one, and it's apropos. N-word is the subject. Yes, I Comedians often counter-argue how their edgy, racy jokes help society talk about issues that we generally don't like to talk about. That said, in 2010 and 2020, for that matter, what exactly can be solved by a white comedian saying the N-word? Sir, as a white comedian who said the N-word... In public, on Comedy Central, and now on iTunes and wherever else, uh, nothing can be solved by saying the N-word in public. And I didn't think I was solving anything uh, when I did say it. I will say that my theory was... I was talking about my experience with the N-word, right? Right. And uh, and, and, uh, it was... I believe... That white people and black people talking about race in a funny way is good for racism. It's good for like melting racism a little bit. I don't think it's massive, but I think white kids who grew up on Chris and Dave and hip hop and, and and the the way I did, I was completely transformed by Spike Lee, Michael Jordan, uh, Eddie Murphy. Like that, having those people in your mind is helpful. But we're you and I both know that there's some levels to comedy here. There, you're an informed, culturally informed white dude. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who just. I don't know any white shit. comedians who are going to say it. Louis said it. Yeah, everybody who said it like has full control of what right. they're saying, and they're not. Louis just... said it on stage publicly. I said it on stage publicly. Rogan. I, does Rogan say it? He had a not a. It was like a bit. And he said it, but it wasn't like disparaging. Right. And then he has, he actually has a bit where someone went and just took all the times where he said it and yeah. just played it. And he was like, ooh. Yeah. Okay, maybe that. But no, he, he like just mentioning it. It's not. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like when white people say it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Meanwhile, I love when I say it. No, I mean, I, again, I, it, I would, I, I can make a case that. I mean, in some ways, it was I was just getting by on a technicality. Yeah. Like, well, I write it, so you get uh, which was like some you kind do of write for a little bitchy on my part. Yeah, but you do write write for black. Yeah, I write it for people. Say, yeah, I've and, written, I've told. I see. I go even further with my racism. I make black people say the n word. <laughs> so I'm not only wow. getting the n word out there, I'm forcing. I'm controlling the minds of black men. Uh, black men. Black men's. Uh, so there's <laughs> nothing that. positive. It's not solving it. Did me and Louis saying it help anything? No. Did Chappelle show help? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, did the joke about the white kids getting excited that the blind white supremacists called them the N-word help? Probably. Me and Louis saying it on stage did was a push. Goodbye. Um... <laughs> Uh, You've got mail. What are your thoughts on the new Chris Rock Saw reboot and horror films in general? Do you have any desire to make a horror flick? What horror films did he do? Chris is. Chris was having a meeting with Lionsgate 
and he's there was like a saw poster on the wall and he's like you know you could make a saw movie that's kind of funny like the saw movies are like humorless right they're not they're good so at all. like and he's like you there are jokes to be made in these movies and they're like well, you want to be in it he's like yeah all right so they wrote it and they shot it oh yeah so it's already done him and sam jackson i think um cool yeah is that coming out it's coming out it's coming out i think they gave it a good date they gave it like valentine's day maybe that's a good movie to see on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. I think they gave it a good... I'm sorry. They, so May 15th. So they made it a summer oh. movie. Okay. Yeah, that um, makes sense too. I think it'll do pretty good. I don't what? know. I don't know how how much teeth that franchise has left. And well, I, that's why they're... They all... Any horror franchise, sometimes they do the... The like... The, the Freddy like, Goes to New York thing? Yeah, the the... What is it? Leprechaun in the hood. Yeah, exactly. Just the, like, switch it up. The um, purge. They made it about race. The or, the origins of purge. Oh uh, right, they made yeah. it about class and black people. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Cool. I mean, you know, I don't. I have no. I honestly have no idea what it even looks like. Um, but do you have any desire to make a horror flick? I have a very good idea for a horror movie. I'm the horror queen. I have a really good idea for one. And I don't pitch it to me. Think well, I'm not going to pitch it on here because it's no. too good an idea to okay. like. Um, I pitched it Jordan Peele like three years ago, and he was like, "That's a really good." I was like, "I know." It was before he made the uh, Get Out. Yeah, well, um, now he's a production company. I know. Do it again. He don't like me. Um, yeah, it's fine. Ring me. Uh, oh, oh, black. I have a good idea. I but I don't want to write a horror movie. I don't want to write a movie. It's not fun. I don't like any of the people. I don't like going uh, to those meetings. I think the people dude, are. Why not just sell an idea to someone so someone else could make it? I should. I mean, that was the joke I made that I wish I made about Half Baked when they they're rewriting, they're rebooting Half Baked. It's like it took me and Dave a day to have somebody else take a day and come up with another movie. <laughs> like fucking, come on! It took a day. You, we were twenty three, and it took a day. I don't understand what the sequel aspect is. I don't know what could be. This second I don't, part It's of never it. going to happen. There was a... I saw a thing on Netflix yesterday. Do you remember the Damon Wayans, Adam Sandler movie, Bulletproof? Love the movie. Sequel. Starring... You ready for this? Faison and Kirk Fox. Faison. On, oh, wait. I've seen... It's out. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Starting today or yesterday. I... <laughs> so that's I like... I love Kirk. Make Kirk it. is my baby. I like both bear. those guys. Like Faison is interesting. I mean, Faison's got a lot of interesting ideas okay um but uh but yeah they'll make it they just get business they make 800 grand. you know what's funny i saw that and the the trailer was like this could just have been a different movie i know well that's the other thing it's like just make a different just they just call it they're something. protected by the intellectual property it it if it doesn't work they go it's a sequel boss you it's proven da, 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 da. Uh, okay um but the just bulletproof can't. almost fucks Stanley's career up. By the way, Why? like he it was, was funny. fucked. That's how old I am. I remember when he was in trouble because bulletproof was the movie he made before Wedding Singer. Oh, and it was in it tank. Did it tank? And he had just gotten fired from SNL, so he was like, "Ugh." Am I am I wrong? Was bulletproof it funny? tanked? Yeah, I never saw it. Oh, I remember a scene where somebody was singing in a shower. Damon or. Sandler. I was a child. also don't think those guys have good chemistry, even yeah. sight unseen. Goodbye. You've got mail. All right, so I got a lot of notes about um, my quote-unquote lack of understanding about Dolomite and Parasite. Okay. 
Um, you're, by the way, I think you're a dolomite parasite. Um, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, uh, you don't understand me. So this, she comes in. She's a dolomite parasite. Um, could the parasite be the system victimizes the poor to the benefit of largely benevolent, indifferent, and ignorant upper class? Um, the, they didn't. The the rich people paid them. The rich people paid them right. a fair wage. There was no scene of them trying to lower their fee. There was none of that. No, the rich people. I. Someone said that they think it's that no matter how wealthy you are, like you can never really separate classes. You know, they'll always come. Fuck. Okay. Trying to figure out. What I mean, is. it basically like it doesn't matter how successful you are or how much how much wealth you have. You know, you can never really like notice how the walls were very high and they had this very nice life still the other classes will come in. You can't really separate yourself from other human beings, no matter how much. Well, you could if you bought your own food. I mean, it's not that hard. No, I know. I'm just saying, like someone else made that point, which was not me. That was their no. Point. I get and it. I, I just get, there are I, all I of these like uh, all these counter arguments are very easy to just dismiss because it's like no, there's a better or there's a way better way to make that point mm. with the same dynamic. But if if didn't he say what the point was, Boonbuck? I don't know. I didn't read it. Okay. Um, uh, I I don't. You know, I don't fucking read that. Well, Boonbuck. Um. <laughs> so, and then someone tried to explain um Dolomite to me, which is I hate to be the explain to the Hollywood guy what he didn't get about a movie, but you missed the point. And Dolomite is my name. The whole movie was made to feel like shit was out of place. The original Dolomite is a classic that I tried to make my ten year old son watch, and I had to apologize halfway in. <laughs> There's no good way uh there's no way he could understand why the terrible movie is a masterpiece. The goofy montages and overacting is a direct homage to Dolomite and they should be watched in succession to really get the brilliance of Eddie's tribute to Rudy Ray Moore. Not convinced, you've convinced me of nothing. Uh I hit my bong and I'm playing 2K as I listen to y'all. So if you already knew what I was saying, then just know I was trying to not trying to I wasn't trying to be a dick. And Bianca, what's good with us grabbing a drink? I'll oh, bring Lord. my 10-year-old. Uh, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, you got the email address. Found something. Uh, that's not what the movie... That's not what the movie... Every scene in Dolomite was... Uh, they said we couldn't do this, so let's do that. I'm not talking about the... the. I'm not talking about the Rudy Ray Moore movies. I'm talking about the Eddie Murphy movie. It was just not a... The plot wasn't very... No. It was good. that's why I keep describing it's it. Cute it's cute and it had cute, a lot of momentum. Yeah, it's like movie. cute and it had momentum. But to your point, I don't need every movie to be an allegory. You know, I can just watch a movie and be like, cool, that was fun. I gotta say I kinda do. You do. Yeah, because I think it. that or or really not. Me and Mulaney actually had this discussion because he loves Harmony Korean movies. He loves Spring Breakers. He loved the one that came out with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, uh, I mean, I but can... he's like, I just like, I believe it's like a belief system. Right. He, he, I believe in three act narrative storytelling. I mm. just fucking believe in it. Like, you. I, yes, I, and he was like, Mulaney believes in it less than I do. Yeah. So when I see a movie that's like, doesn't breaking the rules, it, but it, I, I'm all for breaking the rules, but. It didn't do it like Memento. Obviously, breaks the rules, and sure. that's a fucking masterpiece, or Run Lola Run, or a bunch of movies like that. But it—if uh, you're gonna do a story, 
it's got to be something akin to a three act to me i'm wrong all the time somebody else explained atlanta i believe oh here it is you've got mail it's uh fuck i'm back the satire and justin bieber being black in atlanta is just the fact that him running around being an ass isn't as forgivable if he's black but then just changing his skin tone makes him viewed differently we talk about how we're all the same uh but race being an issue is unavoidable in this country. Atlanta as a show exists in a world that is slightly ridiculous, like invisible cars and kids in whiteface in school. But the world we live in is just as ridiculous. If you ever read this, Neil, you my N-word. Been following everything you and Dave have done since half eight thirty-four, so I was a teen when it came out, and I know then I knew then that y'all N-words were geniuses. See, I had two opportunities of white person saying, and I knew it wouldn't help. <laughs> I got to see Dave for the first time live in New Year's. Next time you come to Philly, I'll be there, Bianca. You still got that email. Okay. It, same guy. Uh, no, again, he's saying that I know he's high and he's playing 2K. So this is fish in a barrel. Right. What he's trying to say is Justin Bieber being black didn't affect him at all in this episode. Right. A better illustration of the point he's making that if it's someone's black, it's different was a sketch I may be directed called Black Bush. Uh, which was about what would a white president look like if he were black. Right. So I get there are better ways to illustrate these things. What I'm saying is, and I feel the same way about that Montague sketch they did on Atlanta. It's just not a, it's just kind of a step one take on things. There's no second move. There's like, what if they're white? It's like the, they did an episode where he's wearing a mask and like, what is it? What does it mean? It doesn't mean any. It, they don't know what it means. It's just an idea. It's just a wild idea. It's like, I'm going to wear a robe yeah, It's just not like writing you fully respond to as much. It's just like someone going, you want to, I'm going to drive backward. Why? Just because. I know, but what are you saying? Right. You're not commenting on anything. You're just choosing, you're just wearing a mask or like, what if Justin Bieber was black? He doesn't, if he were black, the way to do it, if he's black, is shoot him. Justin Bieber's black in this episode. Shoot him. The cops come in and shoot him. That's the way to get the point across that they're trying to get across. Shoot him. The best one you guys did was the... Because um, the plead- end of Black Bush that we cut is the cops come and arrest him. But I think a better one was plead the fifth. Of course. That one was the best. Yes, which is like- based on my sister's observation that she was disgusted that the head of Enron got perp-walked and Alan Iverson got to turn himself in. And she was like, it's so unfair. I'm like, word, is it unfair that a black guy? So basically, plea the fifth is just Alan Iverson. Basically. It's just Alan Iverson. The way Alan Iverson. So hot. Yeah. And Dave was so fucking funny in that sketch. That was the best. Um, when the best is like, and you need your big lips. Your big, uh, uh, <laughs> you filthy big lip beast. <laughs> Um, that's a line from oh, the white guy God, that, I, that, was that I was involved in writing. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Oh, okay. This is a question for Neil. Bianca, keep holding them down. <laughs> Neil, you've mentioned numerous times about your distaste for the final product of Half Baked. Hoping you can elaborate on this. Uh, this film was pivotal in my coming of age. I'm 39 year old white that still finds quotes from the movie. It's film sliding into my daily from time to time. Was it really that bad as a production experience, or are you just being humble about early accomplishments? Bonus question. Who were at the last line of the film regarding loving pussy more than weed? <laughs> Love the show. Be careful with the microdosing. Okay. I their half baked is very quotable. It's so it's good. Very and you quotable. Kind of shit on it. Of a course lot. I did. 
No, I absolutely. Do. It's not a good movie. It's again, it I'm is. holding my three act structure to myself. But the world is telling you that it's my standard. That's your standard for sure. But you yes. have to understand that your standard. A lot of people just want to. Dave's hilarious. We jokes are lovable. Uh, John Stewart's funny in it. Snoop's funny in it. Uh, Willie Nelson's really funny in it. Dave's funny with Willie. Like. There are tons of the Scarface quitting's fucking hilarious. Everything he says is funny. Uh, there's tons of stuff I love about it. But I showed Bianca a picture from Half Baked uh, from on set that I'm not going to show on the on the show because it's not my business show. But it's a picture of America's Sweetheart, Crepel, <laughs> fucking miserable. On yeah, the set. it was. It honestly, I want, I want a poster of that. Yeah, we were 23. We got rolled. Uh, in fact, the produ- one of the producers of Happy texted me after the Twain speech and was like, oh, it's a cult classic. And I go, nah. I go, don't put that shit on me. Put it on. <laughs> I go, put it on you and Bob, the producer. Right. The shit that he tried to get me to cut, the line producer, the line producer tried to get. Remember the graphic for when Dave's on the date, which is a good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. That's a funny idea. That whole thing. Dave's on a date. Money in the corner. Yeah. Hilarious. He goes, can we cut the money in the corner, Cameron? That's the best part. It's like, dude, why are you trying to get me to cut? Like, that's the joke. How fucking expensive is it to burn a fucking number on a piece of film? But they were just like so cost. What was the point? Just costs? Yeah. Darren Aronofsky, the guy who directed it. I love Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. So he wanted Dave to be in one of his movies. And it was after Half Baked. And and, uh, Dave was like, yeah, the movie costs like. Seven million, and Darren goes, "Where did it all go?" <laughs> it's just yeah. not a good. It's just I'm holding production standard. It doesn't look good. It's, it's just like the costume. It just was a. But fucking, there's something really. I mean, the guys who created Chappelle Show wrote it, but the, it was the worst half a draft of. It was so far away from Chappelle Show. It made Chappelle Show good because we became maniacal control freaks. Yeah, but there's some people, there's some great directors, student films, the yeah. last films that are amazing and they have like nothing and they made it work and like, hey, maybe it wasn't a great allegory. It didn't say the most amazing thing, but it's still There really are flashes of truly inspired shit in it. Yeah, so, and that does a lot more than a lot of people's movies. I agree. So, I, I, yeah, I agree. Right. Um, but saying. I don't, but, but I got to have a standard. And my standard is telling me goodbye. My heart and my mind right. are telling me that it doesn't work. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, Charter Feeler here. Been with you guys from the beginning, and I'll be with you until the catastrophic end. Early la- in last week, show, he I got that. Help. He got that. Uh, that that climate depression for real. <laughs> uh, early in last week's show, I couldn't help but notice. Bianca's ostentatiously correct pronunciation of Tijuana in an episode whose notes promise a discussion of the Middle East. This seems ominous. Sure enough, it was not too long before the binker doubled down with Iran and then, for good measure, hit with a pretentious trifecta with Afghanistan and Afghan. What gives me? Why are you why why are you leaning away from your pronunciations now? You're like, no, oh, yeah, no, Afghanistan, no. Afghan. No, say it. Afghanistan, Afghan. What do you mean? Yeah, That's good. how I say it. I know, but you. I felt like you were leaning away. No, I'm just rushing. No, no, don't rush. Okay. Really. Uh, you know I get. I, you know I get nervous. Sit in your shame. <sighs> no, this is fine. I'm, yeah. I'm about to. Great. Anyways, 
what gives Binks? You know damn well that you, when you hit a pastry shop or a bakery, you don't order a croissant, you order a croissant, just like the rest of us dirty rabble. I think the feelers would appreciate a response on this one. I'm sure I'm not the only one who comes here every week for clever, intelligent conversation without the pseudo-intellectual frippery. Binkertons, your behavior last week calls that into question, and frankly, I'm worried. Explain yourself. Okay. Bianca, how dare you pronounce First of all, the way they're I supposed to be pronounced? say Tijuana. I don't say uh, ensanada. I don't say defe. Why don't you? Okay, there's. Where do you draw the line? Uh, no, no, no rhyme or reason. Just want what like I feel like I say what is in my. So I went to San Diego State. I there was a lot of people who lived in Tijuana and went back to Tijuana. Illegals, like yeah. No, I'm shut up. I'm so a lot of people commuted to school. And when you hear something pronounced correctly, I also speak a lot of languages. When I speak a language, I'm my accent's pretty fucking good. Thank you. So I just mimic I agree what I you. hear. I, I also don't do what isn't in the uh like the bounds of my mouth. I'm not gonna be like yeah. like no, if I can't say it, I'm just gonna say whatever. So I think Mexico City, Ensenada, Ensenada, whatever. Yeah. I don't go crazy. Iran, I say Iran because, and or Iran, I don't really always say Iran. I say Iran because that's a fucking name. Yeah. And it pisses me off because it's completely pronounceable to the American accent. There's a lot of things that aren't. I spoke German. I speak German. There's a sound that's in everything. It's I see it's ich. And not a lot of people can say ich. They say ich, ich. or ish. They can't say ich. And ich. it's. I can do it. Do it. I'm great at it. Say it. Ich. No, you're doing ich. You're doing ich. with your throat. It's in ich. your tongue. Ich. 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 <laughs> your face ich. you're making. Yeah. I'm doing it like a ventriloquist. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Okay, yeah. Great. No, better. See you there. Better. See okay, you. there I, you go. Oh, I've proven he's proven me wrong. So I'm just saying that Iran, I take personal. Don't, I don't, I think that this person just played themselves by trying to go like, don't, why are you coming around here with them smart words? Because we're guess. smart, you dumb motherfucker. We're smart. We're smart, we're worldly, we've been places. Uh, it's Afghanistan to me. I can't not, Afghanistan, like yeah. I say Afghanistan, I also don't say a bunch of shit correctly. Yeah, it's like when I, I order, I order a croissant. You do? Yeah, could I get a croissant? I mean, I what I do do, do, do. is I do a fadeaway. Croissant. Croissant. So you don't know if I'm douchey or not. Uh, I did that in Spain, too. I do the look away, like, yeah. adios. 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 So therefore, it's like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, is he? But no, I not... pop the pronunciations. I'm not going to go, could I get a croissant? Right. I've been to Paris. I'm not going to say croissant because it makes you fucking uncomfortable. Well, that's a Why thing. don't you look into why you're uncomfortable, sir or ma'am? And also, probably a sir because no man would speak. Definitely a sir. And also, hey, here's the deal. Um, we are. You're allowed to be completely correct and incorrect when you want to be on this podcast. I want to say Tijuana. And That's correct. Yeah, and then if I want to say something fucked up, like by the um, way, somebody emailed and offered to uh, get me drugs the next time they go to Tijuana. <laughs> you just. You you got the main songs right here. Tijuana. You don't gotta go nowhere else. Well, no, baby. I know. I'll just I'll fast. Why do I need drugs? Listen, Neil, we're taking a trip in the Tesla. 
Oh, go yeah. To Tijuana. Goodbye. We can okay. just get a cerveza, a taco. Yeah, oh, charge it. up, get some drugs. Up, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Love the show, love the topics, and love the truth. <laughs> Neil, I notice a lot of similarities for sure in our outlooks on life, love of pure comedy and social issues. Me being a white dude, at least looking. I'm also a fourth Salvadorian Portuguese. Ooh. Growing up in Monterey Park, home of some of the best Asian food in town, having nothing but black role models in my life, whether through sports or music, and an alcoholic and emotionally despondent self-centered father. I really relate to your comedy and what you stand for, and so I decided I would like to hear your opinion on why there aren't any famous black people who became world-known rock guitarists through years sans Jimi Hendrix. Thanks for even reading, if you do, and I appreciate the feedback. Uh, I don't know. Slash. Yeah. Yeah. He's like that's very Slash. famous. It's, yeah. And he's mixed. And, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, American woman. What's his name? Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. I don't think he's a guitar hero, but he's, you know, he's like, he's not, Lenny Kravitz isn't purely guitar. Like these guys, Slash can yeah, Slash jam. Jimmy Hendrix can jam. Carlos Santana can jam. Yeah. Um, like there's also like Robert Cray. There are other guys that are not, but I think it could be if it's even true. Here's why it would be true. Okay, the way there haven't been a lot of black comedy writers mm. until recently is because no one it because the premium was on um performing. Yeah, that was like that was yeah, that's like what I was saying earlier. It's like the hierarchy is performer, director, writer. So, so if you're like, I don't want to do that corny shit. I want to perform. And uh, it, rock and roll hasn't really been a black genre in eighty years yeah. since they stole it. stole it <laughs> since the whites stole it. Uh, but there were a lot of black guitarists eighty years ago. In fact, there were nothing but black guitarists eighty years ago, and then and the were... whites stole it. And maybe black people's feelings are hurt. And they're they're no, no, no. now they're sulking. We're not they, gonna no, bless no, you. no. I don't want to play it. Um, <laughs> I tried to get a black guy to uh, he wouldn't even hold the guitar. Um, he was like, "No, I don't want to." Goodbye. This is the long one. You've got uh, mail. I need some advice. Uh, she goes. She basically says, "Neil, I need some advice." Wait, Neil and Bianca, I need about... some advice. I'm 24 year old college graduate with a job in my field that is also uh, with the university that uh, she works in university has a lovely dog. And most things that would make a young adult content. That being said, I was orphaned at 12, 13 years old. Oh, experienced no. foster care for nearly a decade and endured alcoholic and abusive parents. Uh, parental figures at every turn. As a result, I have 10-ish disorders slash mental illnesses. The most impactful ones being ADHD, anxiety, depression, PTSD, OCD, and dyslexia. Yet better spelled than any other, most of our other emails. Uh, I'm seeing a psychiatrist and a psychologist. Uh, and I have been working on me with a certified, with certified professionals for four to five years. I am by no means perfect, but I have strong sense of agency and self worth. Um, uh, a few nights ago, she's dating a guy. Um, oh, fuck, I, this is too long. Come on, come on, come on. We can try. Um. Oh, he, so basically. I've been honest with my mental health journey and things go going on and felt we had a deep understanding of each other in that way. A few nights ago, uh, in our most recent argument, I said to him, you are too black and white and sabotage things. 
when they aren't all or or nothing like he likes. And he offhandedly said back, well, you know, I'm on the spectrum, right? I thought you already knew that. Um, first of all, I just have to, this is a Neil editorial note, saying you're on the spectrum is the funniest way to shut an argument down. Right. Just in general. Just like, I, I just realized uh, that reading this. Like, well, you know, I'm next time I get pulled <laughs> over, I'm going to say I'm on the spectrum. Um, this was the very first time autism was mentioned in a relationship and it really upset and it really upset me as he tried it like as he treated it like nothing and was almost my burden for not having known sooner. Uh, he said it wasn't mine to know and he is dealing with it and it's not that big of a deal. In reality, though, his autistic tendency can be traced back to the start of all fights uh, and he is not dealing. He's ashamed and now expects me to be the one to help him in the counseling and to help him get right. Unpopular opinion. Is it okay to no longer date him because of this? I don't want to end it because he's autistic, but uh, because of the way I was told and the newfound strain this poses. I feel blindsided and have a lot. Uh, I can't carry the emotional load of another person. It's too much. I, look, man, th she goes on, but I don't... I think that, first of all, he kind of violated the agreement. He did. Yeah. Fully. And you don't have... You can't date someone out of guilt. You can't. You can't date it someone does of... not work. Fear, shame, or uh, obligation. Um, like you just can't. But women do it. W women do it way more than men. Of course, I. But I, I. Having said that, I do think men do, just in different ways. I like what? Like eighty percent of the relationships I've been in. Oh, didn't... I think they eventually turn into that. But no, I mean like From the I beginning. think a woman c would go on a few dates out of feeling like fuck. Did I leave it? Lead him on? Uh, maybe yeah. I could. Like, no guy is going to go on another date if he's not feeling it. Raising my hand right now. What was the motivation to go on another date? I, I don't feel like that's a very I good I, Like, literally, quality. I couldn't think of an excuse quickly enough. And we've talked about this. I've slept with women I didn't want to sleep with. Oh, yeah. Wait, but physically attracted. Yeah. Enough to get an erection. <laughs> I mean, that's the, I mean, ultimately, that's what you're asking. Right. I mean, it was, yeah, I got an erection and I had sex with him. Didn't like it. Wanted it to be over. But, oh my God. you know, what are you going to do? Okay. Um, well, so I think that you, you can break up with anyone at any time for any reason. This is justifiable homicide. At, at will work, at will work state. Yeah. Like, like this is you don't owe him anything. Like it's it's on it's as new information comes up. You didn't. He's not your son. It's not unconditional love. Like also, your son shouldn't get unconditional love. You know how I feel about unconditional love. <laughs> he doesn't um, like sons or daughters. Uh, so no. so yeah, break up with him. You owe him exactly nothing. I Even though he him. was understanding of your mental health, uh, you don't owe him anything. Well, I've dated somebody with a lot of personality, mental issues, and they didn't present themselves until there was a major problem between us. That should have been solved like adults talking it through. Hey, I'm upset at you. Yep. Let's deal with it. And that's when like... He started banging his head against the wall for no reason. I, mean, I heard like, about a guy I know beating himself with a shoe oh during an God. argument. Like... It's it was like one step below that, like kind of some cuckoo white dude shit. Where I was like, "Oh, you didn't. This is not what I was presented at the beginning." 
And um, eventually it became no longer a relationship, at least for me. It was how do I get out of this without him completely mentally like going bonkers? You know, I'd want to keep, we could just like normal, normally you can just, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. But if you have a sense that that person's going to implode if you're not around them, I mean, you are kind of held hostage a little bit. Yeah, but I think you just got to do everything you can to get the fuck out of there. I mean, literally yeah. block their number. No, like, that's but don't you... I'm saying the feeling of like, fuck, is this going to... You de- are they stable Life short, man. Read the obituaries. If you're ever... Yeah. Read the obituaries. If yeah. you think... like It's nothing, nothing more clarifying than reading the obituaries. Just yeah. if think of if you're if you're like oh, I don't want to seem like the kind of I'll seem like whatever however you think I am fine I get it based on that interaction you could make a case that I'm a piece of shit I don't think I am in the aggregate yeah but in that situation I bet you think I'm a piece of shit what are you gonna think right but in the end it was a lot of wasted fucking time so just move on. yes it's a lot of you gotta move on i Read when the i think back i'm just so much fucking wasted yeah. effort and time on my part trying to be a good person yeah doesn't work don't bother don't bother being <laughs> a good person don't be a hero <laughs> goodbye For real just be don't selfish be. you've got we, mail here's another one we have a chinese friend that just got married in new zealand and performed the haka along with paid local mori's as part of his welcome dinner entertainment how do you feel and what does binky thinky about cultural appropriation in this context this the dessert feelers at the Hong Kong show at the Indian restaurant upstairs with the low ceiling. <laughs> that was a show I did in Hong Kong, and then afterward I got dessert. I got uh, banana. I got rice, a mango rice pudding, uh, on the for the ride back to China. Cute. Um, and they came with me. And oh, by the way, the woman above just said, uh, "Fun fact: I have field remotely from 500 miles offshore on a research boat." Um. So she. Wait, she, that was still the same one? That was the lady. It's who, still? No, it's different ladies. But the lady who had the problem, who's not sure if she broke up, should break up with the guy. Yeah. She's listened to the, on an offshore, she's gone offshore. Oh, that's awesome. She's an offshore feeler. Um, she's a high seas feeler. <laughs> um, Maritime uh, I mean, uh, if, I don't mind cultural appropriation as long as the Maury's are getting paid, right. which it sounds like. Is what happened? Paid local. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, they got paid. So I have no the Wait, problem with, appropriation because it's like for my for a white entertainment. I think even though he's Chinese. Yeah. Um, he's Chinese and got married in New Zealand and had them do the haka, but it's just like a fucking they're showgirls. Yeah, it's like a fire dance in yeah. Hawaii or yeah, something. they're getting paid. There's nothing, yeah, no cool. harm, no foul, bro. That's cool. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Since I agree with most of your opinions on things, I'm watching the Jeopardy Champions thing on ABC Primetime. All three guys are all three are guys, and I've never been the dope who says that men are more intelligent or funnier than women. I promise. But the way I'm seeing it, it's nature. Getting late on the regular relies on being one or preferably both of those things. So isn't it just logical that men have to be one of those things or both? where women don't because they'll get laid regardless of their wit. For me, in, intellect kind of lines up with men being naturally stronger, bone density, etc. It's all about mating. Thoughts? 
that's Mark setting a trap for us. <laughs> 45 white men. Thanks. Males. He's trying to get us canceled, Mark. I appreciate Mark, it. I'm sick you. of this stupid podcast anyway. <laughs> Go ahead and cancel me. Uh, um, look, I don't, the truth is, I don't know. So when you think about other industries that are very male dominated, mm -hmm. we were talking about this earlier. Why isn't there more women? What's the deal? You know, I feel like we understand it when it's a minority group. When it's racial, yeah. It's, when it's racial, very easily, it's very yeah. obvious. Yeah. But when it comes to women, because there's women of every race um, or ethnicity, I think it becomes harder to figure out. But I always look at, this is the one I think is a smoking gun industry is the culinary industry and chefs. There's more women around the world cook and are very, there's there's not a shortage of good female cooks, but the chef industry is the, mostly is, male. It's, oh, it's, it's laughable how dominated yeah. it is by men and has been for a long time. Yeah. And that's the one thing where I'm like, everybody, the best cooks you know most people, it's going to be a woman. Yeah. So it's it's not that it's I'm not saying I know, those, they aren't. But as good. what my question is for all these things. Okay. What happens from from um the number of female chefs, the number of uh to the number the number of female cooks to the number of female chefs. Right. What what's what explains the attrition? Because I have had this argument, the comedy one's obvious. Comedy one's obvious. But I guess, or even the, let's say the Supreme Court one, right? There are now more female Supreme Court justices. But, so, women say, I wasn't encouraged to be a lawyer. I wasn't encouraged to be a chef. I wasn't encouraged to be a scientist. Men have, like, 99% of the patents. Um, I spoke to a woman on Instagram the other day who is makes beats, right? She's a producer. And I was like, why are there not more um, female record? Just just make beats. It's, it should be right. a Cyrano situation where I don't care who made this. If Jay-Z hears a beat, it's not because I love just Blaze's personality right, right, right. or I love Primo's personality I, or, or Pharrell or whoever the people are. Hit boy, I'm not a million years old. Stop. I could go on. <laughs> on. Mike, Mike Will fucking. Mustard on yeah. a beat. Um, DJ Mustard, of course. Um I don't think it's because they love how masculine DJ Mustard is. I think they just like the beat and probably half the time don't remember who came up with it. Because when you listen to beats, you've got five hard drives and you don't even remember who did what by the what end. What did she say? She said um, that she didn't know what a producer was until she became an adult. And I was like, you didn't know who Pharrell was? And she was like... She goes, I knew he was a singer, but I didn't know. So so to the earlier point of now that people know all the people we just named, will there be more women? Because it seems like a very direct, straight line. James, Blake, and Jamila tell me it's pure sexism. Um, the woman on the Instagram was saying she finds rappers very not sexist when it comes to beats. She find she said she found the European EDM dudes very sexist. Mm. So with comedy, so there are fewer. Um, you know, you look at the top grossing comics, the tour. You look at the top whatever the Netflix numbers, whatever. 
Um, and they're, I think the Netflix was like two women. I know Wanda was on it. I don't remember. So Wanda, whatever messaging all the other women in the world got about you can't be a comedian, you can't be a comedian. How did Wanda ignore it? How did Allie ignore it? How did Whitney ignore it? How did Schumer ignore it? Wolf, on and on and on and on. I don't know. And is it, is the barrier to open mics or men's locker rooms they're Mm. fucking gross it's just a bunch of fucking what my friend used to call the jerk off crew just you can feel it on them the guys at open mics kitchens are notoriously male and sexist very and 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 like so so there's a part of me that's like, yeah, that's explains, it. and then there's a, and then there's another part of me like, but that doesn't explain scientists to me. Like, why didn't Ruth Bader Ginsburg get the same messaging right. that all the other women who aren't judges or I? What's the difference? And talk to those people and then implement it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, how did she? Why isn't Ruth Bader Ginsburg obsessed with her lips? You know what I mean, or whatever. Well, whenever you see read the biographies of these women or different pioneers in different industries, I mean, they're all met with adversity. No of one course. is like, "Come, where have you been?" I know, but to that, I'm not exactly welcomed. You know what I mean? Like, no, but for let's just talk about human beings. Human beings, not necessarily industry. If you are at a party where you don't feel very welcome, you bounce. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm out, and then now, you probably now. But yeah. at a work situation, I don't bounce. No, I know, but I'm saying that like sometimes when people don't feel comfortable, they don't try again or some people get shut down or some I like I mean I brought this up before but any film crew it is so male dominated and any woman on that film crew is I mean wants to just blend in. Yeah. They don't want to be there in booty shorts and like boots and it's like come on guys, I can do this yeah. too. They want to they wear khakis. They dress down. They don't want to even look like remotely a woman, which sometimes I'm like, bitch. I, but I don't think I, men aren't trying to be sexy either. What, I think what do you mean? Of course, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that like they want to blend into what the majority is. Mm-hmm. They don't want to. I push think that's or a work any... uniform. I don't. I mean, I, to me, that's not. I think that that's like the right thing. I'm more. I'm not my, talking about their my, style my, my thing is, at what point do signals, you know, it's like I became a comedian because I was funny when I was seven. And then my brother was a comedian, and that made it fucking way easier to get into. So in that way, there was a straight line. Uh, Wolf was funny, and then she was like ran track, and then she worked at Bear Stearns, and then she was like, I want to do comedy, and... She said it sucked, but it sucks. Open mics kind of suck for everybody. Do they suck? Do women have to worry about getting filed to their car? Yeah. That happens fucking constantly, and it's awful. Um, And then I hear things. So that's the thing where I'm like, as like a volunteer social scientist, which I am, (laughs) um, uh, where does cultural messaging end and where does natural inclinations begin that's what i'm saying like, i think the like, natural inclination is to start you have to have 
this sort of but innate it's like affinity the, for that's those to the to the point of the patents thing and Larry Summers who was the head of he was like a finance guy for Bush uh, and he was the president of Harvard he made some sex blanket statement smallpox blanket statement about women don't like science or women aren't good at science or that's why there's not more female science professors or whatever um and risk got a ton of flack hmm. but what if is there any truth to that do you know what i mean like are there any uh hormonal things that make you more inclined to one field more than another i don't know i do think i think in the end it is very much what we're told i would i what computer science has like the least amount of women i would like to say for people trying to cancel me i gave money to a woman a woman's coding he gave money you guys fucking thing last year so i'm good <laughs> he's good I'm for at free. least a year i'm fucking free i can say whatever <laughs> i want sexist as i want i taught those people that's the, what the racist that's the new i'm not racist but um no, I mean, like, there's why why isn't there more women in computer science? Doesn't mean women aren't good at computer science. It's just it's just exposure. It's like yeah, right. You guys I but what I'm saying I think is it's just more uh, generally seems like it in all of these. We can say comedy is a little different than science is a little different than culinary, which is a little different than yes. computer science. But all of it really is this kind of like male. Why don't more women try out for football? Most football high school teams are not. By gen, they're not gender. Because I don't think women innately love violence the way men do. No, no, men for sure. Men love I just mean, violence. I just mean a lot of sports teams in high school are not by, you know, some are by gender and some aren't. And even the ones that aren't, no one's trying yeah, out for it. It just I, feels I, like... I, bat, there's men's and women's basketball. Like I don't mind the separating. the. I guess my point that, is, mm-hmm. like, here's a... I got a fucking useless observation right now. Come on. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know this was going to happen. What a surprise. Useless observation. All right. Here's a fucking useless observation for you. Do it. Women love exercise classes in a way that men do not at all. <laughs> Play it again. Yes. Yes, women yeah. love exercise classes in a way that men don't. And if a guy went in, it would it'd probably feel a little. I used funny. to do an exercise class at Gold's, and I was the third weakest woman in there. Right, like I there there were eight. There was a class of thirteen people. I was in terms of strength. I think I came in tenth. I, anytime I do any of like yoga or Pilates, I mean, women are way more flexible. The guys in there are like yes, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, the amount. My point is. There are, like, we have different hormones and different inclinations. Like, women, they always like to use it for the positive. No, no, no. But women are more socially adept. Women are better at building consensus scientifically. Women are better managers in that regard because they're better at building consensus. That's been proven in study after study. So to the same point, we'll accept the positive things about women but we, but anything negative is like, no, that's sexism. Da, 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 da. It's like where forever they said women are good at multitasking and everyone was fine with that. And then if you go, women are low and bad at science, you go, no, that's sexism. It's only we've been primed. Da, da, da. So what I'm saying is, which ones are we accepting? And if we accept the positive, you got to accept the negative. Women love exercise what the negative classes. Negative is here. 
Nothing. There are innate differences that we all notice between men and women. Sure. Okay. Women love exercise classes. They just do. Keep going. Thank you, Will. Women love exercise classes. Men kind of don't. I don't. I think it's just in us. Is like men are like no one. You can't teach this. I won't be a part of a class. Those women are like, this will be fun. We're together. It'll be shared responsibility and like all that same thing of we're good at at consensus building goes into why women enjoy exercise classes more than men. Men love a platoon. Okay. Women love a class. Will. Will shady over there. Um, Women love a men. Women love exercise classes in a way that men don't. And I don't know what it means. And I don't. I think. I, I mean. The assumption I'm making is because women are more social than men. I, I just think there's there's a lot of these to project that onto things like science. Like that really has to do with comprehension and your understanding of something. I don't think that has any bearing on, and I know that's not what you're saying, but it's hard to take this example of exercise class and platoon and project it on why women aren't even a small minority in these fields you know like why they're obsolete in some of them yes I don't but, think but that. you do see innate differences between men and women right yeah so could that not possibly apply to one of these fields whether it's you know the here's a sexist interpretation of this women don't want to sit in a fucking room by themselves like a fucking loser for a decade huh that that would be my sexist interpretation of the lack of uh of patents and the lack of beats is is uh like men feel like we have to earn to this guy's point we have to earn our uh status so to speak our like sexual viability and we do it by accomplishments where yeah. women do it by being good looking so men have to do this to this guy's point that's my sex interpretation right, right. it's probably wrong but it's my brain spit it out. I do think that the the industries we're talking about, these are extraordinary people. These are people who are pioneering these industries and smart people and people who didn't just take computer science classes but are like getting, you know, pivotal roles in that industry and somehow women aren't. So we're not just talking about run of the mill. We're talking no, about someone but who I'm like... Not- Right, but still, so there's a hundred to one men to women of extraordinary is what you're saying. No, but I don't no, think that's that that's that's innately true. I'm just saying that the idea <clears throat> that oh, I don't want to be in a room all day because like I like being social and I don't want to do that. I think we're not talking about. I think there's obviously differences in men and women, but these pioneers in the industry, you know, I think they, I think they have a lot more in common than just their i don't know gender generalizations i think we're talking about people who like a woman there i'm sure there's a woman out there that does want to do that that is as good at comprehension and that is like fuck what getting my nails done i want to do that and And, and she still has prevention right but i think that that's that's who ruth Bader ginsburg is or schumer any of the whoever pick a person or ava duvernay or any of these people like I don't think that these people don't. I don't think Ava DuVernay is short on glamour or any of that stuff. And maybe I I don't. What I'm saying is there could be a potential gender difference in some of these things. And I think it's 
uh, you're not allowed to say you're not supposed to say that. You you just go, "No, it's because da, da, da. I was like, "Maybe they just don't want to fucking sit in a room like a fucking loser for and smoke weed and or whatever people like beat makers a lot just sit there and smoke weed with their boys and and then fuck around and then the science one I don't understand. I don't think it's cuz women aren't good at science. I just don't understand why men have so many fucking invent everything. Um I just don't Not understand. A documentary it. idea. No, I know. I don't. It, it, that is a good idea. Um, Imagine how many women have been like not approved. I'm not saying it's bias against women. I don't know if it is. I don't know if you have to prove what gender you are when you apply for it. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough. And about you're the right in process. that if it were black people and white people, I'd be like, well, because they don't have programs. Da, 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 da. Like it would be. I it, my explanation would be very simple, and I would never dare say. Might there be innate differences between black people and white people? Right. No, you'd never say that. But I do think you particularly do like to poke at these gender roles that we assign ourselves. I do. Especially towards women. So I feel like you're a little bit less open to like jumping to sexism. Absolutely. It's my comfort zone. Um, I will also say that I do think that the average black guy on the street is funnier than most white comedians. <laughs> it's so true. That, again, I'm I when I see it, I'm honest about it. Like uh, Rock always says, every black guy on earth has stage presence, which is just basically the same thing. Um, all right, let's wrap yeah. it up. That's enough. You've had enough podcast. That's enough podcast. <laughs> You've had enough. You had your fill. You had your fill. And the podcast now, Bill. I think you know what song to play. Goodbye. How you feel? How you feel? How you feel? How you feel?